check out my podcast show, Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman, Thursdays at 9 p.m. I talk about everything and anything. I'm all about sharing what I know and about learning as well. You can see me, right? <laughs> okay, so we're ready. All right. <laughs> so here we go. Hola, welcome to On The Wake Up Radio. Shout out to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Tonight's episode is about kids vaping. You're listening to my show, Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. I'm your hostess, Boricua Angie. To so call in the number is 844-818-818. 4433. You can catch us on the Wake Up Radio and OTWTube.com, where it is uncensored, a free speech platform. So, my little saying that every time now when I open up a show is like, some can relate, some appreciate, some hate. (laughs) So, I had to Google, um, instead of wasting paper, Uh, where vaping started. So it's funny because I just put it and it says the wild history of vaping from a 1927 electric vaporizer to today's mysterious lung injury crisis. Can you believe that? Way back then. So it says people have been coming up with inventive ways to get high on nicotine for 100 years, but it wasn't until Chinese inventor Hong Lik, Lik, if I'm saying that right, invented his e-cigarette in 2003 that modern vaping was born. It says today as the vaping lung crisis worsens, people are still coming up with new smoking alternatives. One is a salt-based formulation. So it's funny because I was just kind of like people who vape and smoking weed through, through that as well. I'm like, is that still considered, you know what I mean, like the same thing? So here it's talking about, it says, for thousands of years, people have been enjoying the subtle rush that smoking tobacco leaves, therefore, thereby ingesting nicotine can provide. But it said it, but it wasn't until about 220 years ago that doctors started realizing how harmful smoking can be. Dr. Benjamin Rush was one of the first to point this out in 1979, calling smoking offensive and immoral, while also suggesting correctly that it can prompt incurable disease and cancer. Um... I've always said, you know, we are grown. Um, We make the choices that we do. And it just sucks because I feel like there could be a thousand and one commercials about why you shouldn't smoke, why you shouldn't vape. And I feel like it is what it is. And some people are not going to change their minds and it's not going to, you know, steer them away from something like this, but um, if I'm correct, while I'm chatting with you guys, I'm gonna look into when it comes to kids vaping, because if I was told correctly, they used to sell these in the store where it was accessible to like teenagers, young kids to be able to get, um, to buy, um, you know, to to get the the vape 
pen from in the stores. And it's just like now they I guess they took that off where it's not really accessible um, anymore like that, you know, and it's crazy because it's like, who thought? Who thought it was a great idea? Like, who said that kids vaping was a very safe and cool thing to do? Um, as I'm looking at vaping in youth, I said this would have been a lot of <laughs> papers. So here we go. It says, what's the bottom line? On the risk of e-cigarettes for kids, teens, and young adults. It says the use of e-cigarettes is unsafe for kids, teens, and young adults. Most e-cigarettes contain nicotine. Nicotine is highly addictive and can harm adolescent brain development, which continues into the early to mid-20s. E-cigarettes can contain other harmful substances besides nicotine. Young people use e-cigarettes may be more likely to smoke cigarettes in the future, which I don't know. I mean, I tried smoking when I was younger, and the minute that I choked on it, I never touched a cigarette again. <laughs> it says, what are e-cigarettes? E-cigarettes are electronic devices that heat a liquid and produce an aerosol or mix smaller particles in the air. So it says some e-cigarettes look like regular cigarettes, cigars, or pipes. Some look like USB flash drives, pens, and other everyday items. Larger devices such as tank systems or mods do not look like other tobacco products, right? So now we're going to go into the health risk. And I'm going to tell you a little story about this whole, um, why I decided to do uh, a thing about kids vaping. Um, so when it talks about health effects, It's saying smoking leads to disease and disability and harms nearly every organ of the body. More than 16 million Americans are living with a disease caused by smoking. For every person who dies because of smoking, at least 30 people live with a serious smoking-related illness, right? Well, we always talk about, like, secondhand smoke. But it's funny because I'm trying to see. This one's talking about, like, cancer, heart disease, stroke. Now, they even have something about youth tobacco prevention. Um... So it says, youth use of tobacco products in any form is unsafe, irrespective of whether it's smoke, smokeless, or electronic. If smoking continues at current rates, 5.6 million out of one of every 13 of today's children will ultimately die prematurely from a smoking-related illness. Can you believe that? Ain't that some shit? <laughs> so, give me a minute. I mean, you guys, I'm assuming you can kind of still hear me as my voice carries away. Um... I decided to do this show because um, I actually caught my daughter vaping and she did it in front of me like, oh, like um, that was nothing, you know, and I was a little bit surprised. Um, I basically had to tell my daughter, like, we're not cool like that. We're not friends. We're not best friends. In her mind, she thought because she's doing it in my home, she thought that it was okay. Again, this child of mine still doesn't learn. There's no such thing as because she thinks that because she's doing it in my home, she thinks it's automatically okay, which is not. You know what I mean? Um, it's one of those things where it's kind of like, no, that's not going to happen. So I, she likes doing a lot of Snapchat. So what I saw was her smoking she 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 left videos like how dare you leave the evidence on my phone she was doing videos um to post on snapchat of her fucking smoking vaping like 
that was some some cool trend. I feel like I hear a body at my door, <laughs> um, which I didn't approve and I don't like. And when I even even I remember when I have walked into the room, I saw her do it. I was letting her know, like, who told you that you can just do this here? Um, when I told my mother, you know how when you talk to your parents, it's the most funniest thing because it's kind of like she was like, you need to let her know that's dangerous. Why is she even doing that? You know, it's not something that's good. And it's just it's funny because like I told my mom, she was just so very concerned. I said, you know what? Speak to your granddaughter. Speak to her about that because some of these kids, I don't know what's going on with this generation, but they think they're grown. Um, the trends and the things that they get into is ridiculous. I mean, we as adults, I mean, it's fucked up. Again, we're adults. We do what we do. We know the consequences of things. But when it comes to them, it, it, it kind of bothers because it's like, why are you trying to experiment? Why are you trying to do this? Because you see adults and everybody else doing it. And it's cool also because your friends are doing it and they're getting away with it. It's like, oh, I should try it too. These kids will never learn. So that means if your friend jumps off the bridge, you're going to jump off the bridge too. That's the type of shit I'll be talking about. <laughs> so like I said, I called her. I had to ask her. I said, I saw the video and I said, hey, from when did you take this? And I'm assuming that that video was the same day when I caught her in her room doing that. So I remember mentioning to like friends and family about that. And I know they had their own experiences of, um, I was told if I'm correct, could it have been a sixth grader? I'm going to go with a sixth grader because I can't even say six years old. I could be wrong, but I'm going to go with a sixth grader. Um, vaping. And the teacher had caught the child doing this. And either it was a teacher or somebody, but I just know that this adult caught this child doing that and asking somebody else, what should she do? Should she go and tell the parent? that this is what her child was doing. And I'm like, this is one of those things that when it comes to stuff like that, you shouldn't keep it from a parent. This is something that you have to bring to their attention so that they know what's going on. Because it's like, what if you don't say nothing? This kid is still going around hiding somewhere, still smoking and doing this stuff. Like, you know what I mean? Um, things like that are like really important. Um, like I said, when it comes to the, to the beautiful youth of this generation. I don't know what's been going on, but it has been horrible. Like I said, every little trend and thing that they pick up and then to the fact that this shit has been around since like 2003 until they finally took it off. Because again, who's, who's great idea that they think that these kids can just go and, and get it at the store. Like this was nothing who, who in the beginning at the time said that this was even safe, that they can just smoke and do whatever. And then like the parents who, who said that our kids could walk in there and us as parents were going to be okay with them doing things like this. They're not grown. You know what I mean? Like, I don't understand. And then the fact that people want to make money, they don't care who be buying stuff. It's always been like that when it comes to money. <laughs> everything else goes out the window um but i just know that i've heard stuff um if even my oldest but my son he's 20 um he does it as well too but it's kind of like it sucks it's how do you tell him whether he that's 20 years old or that she's at 16 like this is not something that they should be doing at the moment i'm not even saying like shit do I want him to tell him to smoke weed the, the other way and, and fucking roll that shit or, or find, but I don't want to tell him to do that either. Again, I'm not trying to give him any ideas. I'm not trying to give him any ideas at all. Um, they should not even be doing that in the first place. What's going on here? Let me see. Uh, 
Okay. Hold on, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, I don't know usually when I exit out of these things, like does it keep recording? Um, <laughs> when you're on like Instagram and on Facebook, um, I don't know if it's recording, but I'm, I'm assuming it should be. Um, but like I said, it just, um, it sucks. Because um, if you notice, if you ever watch the commercials and you see lately that um, there's this one commercial where you see the lady running with her phone jogging. <laughs> and then it was talking about how the person was at somebody's party <laughs> and they lost their, their vape pen. And they were like, it was like, I guess that's a sign that I should stop vaping. And then she was like, yeah. And then she comes out and says, and then me, she's like, I'm not really a runner. <laughs> Hello. Hey, can you hear me? Hey. Yes, I can. Yay. Oh, my God. So while you were talking about this whole vaping situation, it reminds me of um, my daughter's like 12 and her friend's 13. And she spent her friend spending the night. I don't do the, the you know, sleepover thing, but I'd rather them be here than anywhere else. And I do this thing, this warden thing, because I don't go to sleep, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't sleep. I probably don't go to sleep till nine o'clock in the morning. And so I kind of was doing my rounds like I'm in Rikers in my house. And I opened the door and I see a puff of smoke. And I literally had to like close the door because I thought it was just me being tired and seeing smoke. And I opened back up and the little girl goes, it's okay, Miss Cindy. It's not a real cigarette. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse me and she was like no no it's 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 okay she's 13 and i was like yeah by the way this was like it's like five in the morning i was like yeah i'm calling your mother she was like oh my god don't call my mother i was like nah party is over party is done like how you in someone's house doing a sleepover and you're you're vaping you get what I'm saying? You're a vape. Do I smoke and drink in front of you, motherfuckers? No. You get what I'm saying? Like, and then her parent. Okay, so now she says she got it from her uncle. It was in his drawer. He didn't know she took it. Who knows what was in it, right? Because her uncle's like a Rastafarian. You know what I'm saying? It could have been like the weed of all weeds, right? <laughs> and so here you are telling me it's a vape. But you're like 13, you're a baby. You can't even, if you went to the store, you couldn't buy it. And, you know, it was like, my daughter was like, Ma. And I looked at her and she was like, she got quiet. And I was just like, like, come on. Do you get what I'm saying? Like this, literally, I took this little girl home at 6 o'clock in the morning. Party was over. Mm-hmm. Her mother texted me and said, oh, I really hate how kids love to embarrass us. That's your reply? <laughs> I hate to be embarrassed. But the children, that's your, your child should know better. I would tell my child if she went to anyone's house, you, there's things you just don't do. You know, when we were young and we wanted uh, like a cigarette, right? And we weren't supposed to be smoking cigarettes. We'd go to the park. We'd have perfume, cologne, you know, you know, we would try to cover up our fucking dirty tracks. No, not these, these kids are so lazy. They'll fucking smoke crack in your house in front of you. Like, they they just don't care. Or maybe they think that because they're doing it home that it's okay. But no, 
There's a level of fucking respect. Mm-hmm. Respect this shit that I do. I won't do it in front of my motherfucking parents. Are you crazy? I smell cigarette. I, I was like, I don't know who that could be. That might be my friend. I'll just I'll blame someone. I'm I'm a thousand years old and I'll blame it on someone else. Because there's just a level of respect of just things that I don't do in front of my elders. And so I thank you for this vaping topic. Yeah, because it's funny because I think I remember, I don't know who where I heard it from, but I was like, um, yeah, um, somebody mentioning about like they would rather have their kids do things at home. And in my mind, it's like, no, because I feel like it's encouraging it's encouraging them to say like, yo, it's okay to do whatever you want. And it shouldn't be like that. Like when I had to let her know, like she did it here. I feel like if she has done it, maybe she probably could have done it when I haven't been here and I've been at work or when she's outside hanging with her friends. But I was like, I hope not to catch her again next time. Cause it's like, yeah, even my, my son, it's like, yo, you with these kids, you can't leave nothing, liquor, nothing, like nothing. <laughs> yo, you're not looking, you're not around. They think, oh, well, I'm home. I'm going to drink. No, like, I don't know what they be thinking sometimes. Like, it's just, it's crazy. No, it's you, just, you know I, what um, it is. I think it's, uh, like you said, they feel like it's home. Now, I do have this thing that's something that uh, traditionally my family would do is around the holidays, you know, if we're all, they can have a, a, a little bit of wine. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. We have these little things that we do. Now, not every fucking day, I want you to turn to alcoholic. But I want you to see what it tastes like. And so, a lot of times, like, if I got had something, I would kind of say to them, here, have a sip of this, right? Let's just get this shit out of your system. And, again, when she was about 12, uh, I sent her to sleep over to a, a lady. She was, uh, her and her husband worked for um, Rikers correction officers and it was about 20 girls from the school my daughter begged me begged me and I was like it's okay because her kids had been over here lo and behold the mother had to call about 15 parents why because the father left it the biggest bottle of Ciroc and it was empty empty and 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 they were sick they were puking they were violently puking all over the place and I didn't get the call because my daughter told me what happened but her friend asked her, because I, I checked the phone. I'm awarding <coughs> with the phone because she don't pay bills. Her friend said, how yeah. did you know not to drink the Ciroc? She was like, oh, my mom gave me a taste of that. shit tastes like fucking Robitussin. It's disgusting. Like she knew, like, nah, nah, I'm good. You'll knock yourselves out. So she didn't get the call. But it was 15 parents this lady had to call because they were like 12-year-olds. And I'm sure the Ciroc looks all pretty. The, you, you know how the Ciroc looks. But they're not at the age developmentally physically to even man you know what it's like to be a child everyone knows what it's like to be a child there's only so much ass and foot you was it ass and foot was it foot and ass you can do right but at a certain level you have to now kind of say to your children listen i know that there are things you're going to do that i don't like but there's a fine line i i get what you're saying there's a fine like don't just pull that shit out in front of me <laughs> I get it. It's horrible, I tell you. Because, <laughs> um, again, I mean, like we were talking about. Oh, wait. Is your mic muted? Mine's? Let me see. Okay. So, um, I, like I said, with this, with the youth, I mean, like just like you said, you know, we were young once. And like I said, like I said, I've tried the cigarette. 
Like I said, I choked on it, never wanted to try it again, never attempted later on until I got older. So I was already of age, <laughs> um, but it wasn't cigarette. <laughs> um, so let me just say it was like weed because I don't want nobody to think I was trying to smoke something else. <laughs> um, so I tried that and it was just like, okay, me trying shit when I'm older, not to say like, oh, I've been doing, no. I eventually waited until I got older to try stuff like that and especially the drinking. So I think it makes a difference of, I guess in my household, it was strict. So it was like, even if I wanted to catch, sneak, that wasn't going to work because everybody was home. <laughs> that wasn't, gonna, And I could even go to no friend's house, but that wasn't going to happen and there was not going to be none of that. But I don't know, this isn't about this generation. Like, I don't know. Every time I really just sit down and think about it, because it's just disappointing, because it's like, again, I I feel like whether if they see grown-ups or if it's social media of other people, because, I, again, I feel like everything they do, they think it's it's cool. And not even knowing that there's, like, you know, consequences and side effects from that, but because somebody else is doing it, it's like, why, sh- why can't I do it? You know what I mean? And it's just crazy. Because like I said, I can talk till I'm blue in the face to this beautiful child that's in the other room. It'll be on her whether she listens. And then the thing about us as parents, we can tell them what the problem is with what they're doing. But again, we're not always with them 24-7. So even if she's not doing it in my home, she'll probably do it outside. She'll probably do it at one of her friend's place. And if the parents are not there, nobody's checking up on them. They're going to do things, again, when you're not around. So... That's the thing that gets me mad. And I'm just really hoping that I'm hoping that she stopped. Maybe she hasn't. I'll talk to her again. Ah, my mother talked to her because <laughs> my mom gets worried about everything. She's like, don't tell her to be smoking. <laughs> uh, so well, my I... mom's the, his, the Hispanic lady. So it's kind of like, you got to tell your daughter something. So, you know. <laughs> I, you know? I think it's you, you already know when you're young, you think that everything that's new is cool and you can do it too. And we we make decisions like we're grown, but then when we have to pay for those decisions, they suck because nobody wants to really grow up that fast, you know? Yeah, I mean, it just I don't like that they're trying to experiment too much with a lot of stuff. It's like I'm like chill, like take it easy like you guys don't have to try everything that you see because then that's how the whole thing with drugs comes along too it's like i don't need to be curious about everything like i said i knew about the stuff that was out there and even as an adult now i still am kind of like um i would never try that because ain't nobody trying to get addicted Uh, there's certain things i would avoid because it's like in my mind it's like if i see how other people and how the side effects are from them taking certain drugs. It's like, why do I want to be in that same position? But again, everybody doesn't think the same and they're not thinking like, oh, it's just a little bit here. No, I don't, I'm not even going to attempt to try nothing here or there because in my mind, it's like, you're still doing it and it still becomes a habit. I'm like, I'm good. Like I've kept stuff simple. I'll drink socially here and there. I will say it again. I've smoked weed. I don't care who hears this, but it's not like it's a big deal. But again, I do that also here and there. I don't, it's not an everyday thing for me. You know what I mean? So that's what I, that's, that's the type of thing that I've noticed. I feel like it's all about, um, how do you call it? Like I can do things and not overdo it. Like I said, I do things socially. I don't have to do it every day. I don't need to drink to the point that now it's become a habit and now I'm considered an alcoholic. You know what I mean? Because it's something I know how to control it. Like 
I can do it socially. I'm good. I'm not gonna lie. I get wasted, drunk, wasted when I drink. But, white girl wasted. <laughs> you know, yes, white girl wasted. But then the next day, I'm just like, damn, I regret this shit. But then it'll be a, a, another while again until I drink. You know what I mean? Because it's like, like when we talk about you, you try things and taste it. It's like, oh, I know this shit is nasty, but at the same time, I want to keep drinking. That's why now you put mixers in it, <laughs> kind of take away that taste. But um, yeah. Um, it just sucks because I feel like, like I said, they do things and I don't know. They just don't be thinking about it. Like, like I said, if she if she did it from time to time, fine. But like I said, times I'm probably not going to be around, so I don't know when, she, when she's doing it. So um, even to the point, oh my god, the smoking weed here. I mean, screw the vaping thing. She she was smoking here too. So I'm just like, yo, these these kids are too much. Like, um. I'm not understanding any of this. And then it's like, it wasn't even her. She had her other friends here. Like, when you were talking about, you know, once you catch them doing shit, and it's just like, and then I get mad because in my mind, it's like, yo, where's the respect here? Because I'm trying to tell you, you don't do this shit here. And I've seen those little, you know, here we go again, because I don't freaking smoke weed like that, but some type of paper, I don't know what it's called, because I know they sell it in the store. Um, I don't know if it's the back what? Thing. The back what? Is it? The brown paper. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I've I seen that shit on the floor and sometimes in the kitchen. And I'm just like, yo, this girl's pretty bold. In my mind, it's like, does she think like I'm ancient, like a dinosaur that I don't know what the fuck I see on my counter? That she don't think I'm going to notice what the hell is on my floor that somebody just smoked and then left the little roach and it's right there on the floor? Like, I don't know what they be thinking. Like, we as us as parents, they think that we must be slow. Like, um. we must be slow. Well, here's the thing, right? And so the lesson here is um, I have a, a family member and she um, basically, as my little sister, yeah, let me just keep it real, it's my little sister and basically her friend introduced her to um, Flocka. And uh, mm. this is like, this is de- technically potpourri. You're smoking synthetic weed. and But they were selling at the bodega, $5. And she was smoking it. And my dad said to her, you know, what is this? And she was like, no, it's legal. My friend says it's legal. (laughs) Let me tell you the molecular change it did to her. She went from a really sweet girl to she got upset one day because they wouldn't let her go somewhere. Can I tell you how she Mm -hmm. broke the windows of the back porch? She threw a fucking chair through it like fucking a, a fucking Hercules, the Hulk. And he was oh demanding God. shit, like literally uh, Samuel Jackson in Jungle Fever. Mama, where's the fucking money? Like, this thing changed wow. her to the, I think she, she lost like mad weight. She went from like a size 16 to like a size zero. You know, um, she had to go to, she had to go to rehab, you know? And she was dating somebody that was like cool with it. But then that same girl that introduced her to it, they ended up fighting. They ended up, um, Someone press charges against someone. It, it got so bad. It's like, okay, your friends will bring you to hell and not take you back home. People don't even realize that. They will take you to hell and you will be stuck there. And they'll take your car and leave you in hell. Mm-hmm. That, and that's not a friend, by the way. That's not a friend. But that's how bad it gets. Yeah, it seems cool at the time. But when y'all nibble on someone's fucking arm or y'all fucking up your house... You get what I'm saying? Or you're fighting and shit. You're taking out a character because these things have like molecular things they do to your brain. And now it's unleashing this beast from within. You get what I'm saying? So that's Yeah. 
Yeah, that's crazy because that's why I'm like, um, like I said, I've tried stuff here and there, but never, I'm going to say it again, never nothing that hard or that extreme because I feel like, again, if I've seen other people and what happened after them taking certain drugs and how it got them and stuff, I'm looking at that like, Again, like I'm gonna say it again, I'm like, I'm not gonna get near that. I'm not gonna touch it. Like, I'm good. But it's just like this beautiful child here doesn't understand because it all depends on, again, it could be because, you know, she thinks it's cool. Maybe one of her friends, she probably did it herself. I don't know where she got the idea, like, oh, I need to start vaping and shit um, and then smoking the weed because, again, her friends were doing it. It just wasn't her by herself. But um, they keep forgetting that once you start certain things, it would lead into other things. And I'm like, I'm. To myself, I'm like, thank God that I've done stuff, but it's never gone. Like I said, beyond me trying the one cigarette, me um, smoking weed, um, me um, drinking alcohol, that it's never gone way far beyond that. No, no crack cocaine and that shit. It's like, I'm not touching none of that. Like I said it again. I mean, come on. <laughs> Look at the fucking movie when every time I think about like Scarface and him with all that cocaine, like, nah, nobody's trying to go to those extremes because... Look at when it first started. He was okay. All of a sudden, he starts taking that shit. Homeboy, just like that. He was done. He was just all lost in the place. So it's like, nah, when it comes to those type of drugs, like, I'm good. I know I, I can try certain things. I'm good. But that hard shit, all that other shit, nah. And then with that, the whole thing you were just talking about, um, when you said the flocker, I remember, and I've seen, at times, I'll be on the bus looking at some of them outside in front of the fucking store and how they were acting. Um, and it's just, it's crazy because it was that bad at that time that, like, they were buying that shit. They were really out there buying that shit. And, I don't know, it's just fucked up the world we live in. And because I don't know what people are thinking. I don't know what, what is people's fascination about. They need to try and do other stuff. Like, I, I won't understand that part. Like, what was the whole point of, like, smoking? Like, who well, started it? I mean, what was the need behind the stuff? You know what I mean? I mean, let, let's keep it real, right? So it's a really about escapism. And we've all been through shit in our life. And some of us cope with it, and some of us don't know how to cope with it. We got to dope with it. Do you get what I'm saying? And so escapism becomes a thing. I try not to... um kind of like judge people or nothing like that i once had a really good friend in in college and his, his he lived in harlem uh he was puerto rican and his he told me my mom's on heroin um he says my mom is never happy if she's not on heroin and as when he was eight mm. years old he had to go and cop her heroin and he said if she didn't have it he would find a way to scurry up money to get it for her he said to me the other day my mom went and got tested and she has hiv my mother's never been in the streets, but her brother was in the streets. That damn dirty mm -hmm. needle. And he remember feeling like some type of guilt because he would help his mother go get high. But he said she wasn't a good parent without the heroin. She just could not function without it because some trauma, abuse, molestation, rape, whatever happened to her, she couldn't explain it. So she chose to escape. And that was a drug of choice was heroin. Henceforth, emotions are real. 
mm-hmm. sometimes when your emotions take a hold of you, you know, kids do things to do shit. But I'm talking about adults. Like, you know, you know better and you go, well, damn, maybe I shouldn't. But then you're like, shit, I feel like just drifting off today, whether it's a drink or a smoke or this or that. And then there are different levels. I know people, I've seen people do cocaine in front of me and they go, everything in moderation. I was like, okay, knock yourself out. I'm fine. Um, I've had people say to me, here, try some mushroom, try some acid, try some... But here's my thing. I've seen drug abuse in my family. My dad, for the longest, was like on crack and cocaine. It took him a lot to clean up. But he mm-hmm. he had, you have to want it for yourself. And he literally locked his, went to like a church and locked himself in the church for like three months. And just did like handy because he's really good at handyman stuff. And then he was able to kind of just wean off of it. Now when he drinks, oh, he drinks because you have to kind of replace it. I don't know if people realize mm-hmm. You know, you can't drink all the time, but it kind of helps it take the edge off. And so a lot, I think a lot of it is escapism. Um, sometimes it's not that serious. Sometimes people just want to get high because it's cool, right? Nothing happened. They weren't molested. They weren't abused. They weren't, it's just like, ah, it's something to do. But I, I always say, you know, to each his own. The children, the children, they're too young. It's like, it's like when someone says they're like, 10 or 11 they're having sex it's just too young (laughs) it's too young you know what i'm saying it's like um you know when you become a teenager you want to be grown and everything like that but when you're Mm -hmm. like close to the when you're young young i i try to tell them no you want to wait just wait find the right person even if you got to get high god damn find the right person to get high with because you get high with the wrong person like tony montana your face will be in a pile of cocaine (laughs) you get what i'm saying like (laughs) Who wants that? Who wants that? Even though yeah, it makes you lose a lot of weight. I've never done it, but I'll stick to walking when I can. <laughs> yeah, it sucks. Um, it's true. Um, what you were saying about like really not trying to judge people because it's one of those things like I feel like, you know, again, whether wherever it started, it could have been adults. Um, I know some have probably have started when they were kids. And I mean, just like what you were saying about the whole escaping and it just sucks. Because I feel like for some, it does come from somewhere, um, something that caused them to start. And it just really sucks. But I feel maybe sometimes certain people, when they start off and starting simple things with the smoking and it becomes more, sometimes everybody doesn't always, you know, always go through something. But again, people that, you know, get curious and they want to try the next thing, or maybe they just need something to get them even higher, something for them to feel and certain things don't do it for them. And I get it, you know, they go to the next thing. But like I said, when it comes to this youth and the things that they have been doing, it's just, it's just sad, you know, everything for them it's it's become like this this little trend like again like i said oh this one's smoking this looks cool like no it's not like again you can't see everything that's out there and think like it's okay i think even to the point like um shit what was that whole thing about the alcohol um if you if you drink too much or you try to um like the alcohol poisoning even things like that you have to even be concerned like oh my god like just certain shit is just like you just can't escape because everything, there's always a consequence of the shit that you do. You never know how shit's going to end. You know what I mean? Because even that, you know? So, and it sucks that sometimes whether them or us, we have to learn things the hard way. Um, I wish they didn't have to. Um, like I said, again, I can only do so much. 
I can talk to her about it. Like I said, she might do it here when I'm not here. She'll still probably do it outside. But I hope that whatever she's doing now is something, like I said, that she's doing for now and eventually she stops. But like I said, everything doesn't have to be um, because they're doing now. I want to do it. Because look at my mom. Even my mom, too, when she started smoking cigarettes. You know how hard that was, too? I can't even tell you how many years it's been than when she first started smoking cigarettes. It's funny because then she started saying she was like, damn, the day that I started smoking cigarettes. Because it was hard for her to stop. I don't even know when I was young. I think she used to buy at least a pack, two packs. Like she was going through cigarettes like that. Like, do you see how addictive that shit is? Like having to buy a pack, two packs. And then the fact that as the years go by, that shit went up. Like, oh, so now cigarettes ain't no five, six dollars. Now we're talking about ten, eleven dollars. She was willing to spend that money just to get that pack of cigarettes. And Girl, then the fact twelve dollars in change, twelve dollars in change. Oh, oh, that much now? And then the fact when they would sell Lucy's, come on, they making money from that shit too. Seventy five cents, seventy five cents for, for Lucy. Lucy. It's like, yo, it's like they want it, they're gonna pay for it. They don't care. Like, do you see? <laughs> like, I'm one of those people like I ain't getting into no bad habits because I'm going to be walking around looking for some change and shit, but, you know, I'm like, I'm, I can't. <laughs> I'm leaving shit alone. Like, I'm thinking to myself, I'm a broke bitch now. Like, what am I going to get myself into a bad habit? How the fuck am I going to support this shit? So, that's you, what I'm like. You know what's so funny? You was talking about alcohol. I, I remember my first year in college. They had, like, one of these, like, um, you know, you go to someone's room and you're drinking. And I remember they had this 150. Uh, I think it was Bacardi or some shit. Jägermeister, whatever the fuck. It was 150, mm-hmm. and they were doing shots. And, I, you know, I, I had, you know, the Christmas thing. Yeah, I, was, I drank. I figured I could handle it. Girl, I did 10 shots. Can I tell you how? All I remember is going, I'm dizzy. I was. I had to sit outside, like, on the in the dorm rooms. You know, I, like, they have the, the, the area... Cause I, I needed air and some dude came and sat next to me and was like trying to touch me or some shit like that. I remember mm. that. Cause I, re- I remember going, I don't know you like, you know, and then a, a dude came and was like, yo, what are you doing? He was like, nah, don't worry about it. I was like, see this is how people get raped. Um, and, but I had on, remember back then you had the snap crotch with the, the turtleneck. It's snap crotch. You know what I'm talking about. You would button between your legs, and it was like a full long oh. sleeve. Yeah, girl, I was okay. like a nun. I was dressed like a nun, a turtleneck, snap crotch, and I had on like a jumper, like a full fucking Osbakosh jumper. Like if you were gonna rape me, you would have to totally undress the fuck out of me. And I remember like them like getting the guy out of there. And then I kind of got up because I was like, oh, I'm so thirsty. And I went to the bathroom to get some water. And I ended up cracking my head on the window, on the mirror. Ooh. And I think uh, that's the last, last thing I remember was waking up in my dorm room, throwing up, my roommate trying to drag me in the shower. Apparently they wrapped me in a blanket because they thought I was going to die. Flung oh me God. into my dorm area. I was throwing up. My roommate now was freaking out because she says I was la- She got me to bed, but I was throwing up while I was laying on my back. And all she kept thinking is, this bitch is going to die. Not while I'm here. And now she had to, like, turn my head to the side. Now she had to get me out of bed, make my bed, shower me. 
I was like, I will never do that again. I put I put so much turmoil on myself. He was like at 18 doing the most dumbest shit. Oh my goodness. Alcohol poisoning to the fullest. Oh, by the way, one of the guys that was there, he was a Greek guy. He was a, a paramedic and he happened to have smelling salt. Thank God for smelling salt. That's how he kept mm. trying to wake me up. Yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. This is why, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to read, I'm going to say this real quick and then let me unmute this. Hopefully, I, I hope it doesn't do like the echo. <laughs> um, but it just really sucks because it's like, I've always had this thing where I feel us as parents, we should be able to speak to our kids about certain things for them to be aware. And it's always pissed me off because it's always kind of like, Oh, certain things you can't talk about and you can't bring up. And in my mind, it's like, I feel like I want to talk about it, but I'm, it's, it's one of those things like, I'm not trying to encourage you to do that. I want you to know what's out there in the world and what the consequences are. So when, if a situation does come up, they know what they're going to do. Are they going to go with it or they're not? Do they know that then when they do this, this is what's going to happen. So now it's going to be their choice. Because I feel like, oh, the minute you start talking about stuff, it's like, no, it's not about encouraging. Because look at me as a kid growing up. My parents never talked to me about sex. My parents never talked to me about anything. This is what happens. You go out there, you start trying to figure shit out for yourself. And you don't know if shit is going to have consequences or not. And especially now with technology and social media, I feel like you learn and know more things compared to back then. Of like, if I did certain shit with was anybody going to tell me, like, yo, don't do this because you can die or you're, you're going to start hallucinating? You know what I mean? Like, nobody was talking about shit like that. <laughs> and I feel like I try as much as I can to talk to her. She probably doesn't like when I speak to her, but I'm like, you're going to hear it anyway. You're going to hear it all the time because hopefully whatever I'm saying, you're listening, even though you're probably rolling your eyes, but something is going, you can hear me. Even though at times I've, I've been told, like, even if I think that she's not listening to me, she actually is. She's probably listening right now. <laughs> but um, I feel like, yeah, like I'm putting it out there, letting her know about everything when it comes to sex, drugs, the drinking, all of that, because they need to know. Again, I'm not trying to encourage. It's just, again, you need to let them know because, again, if you don't tell them, you know who's going to tell them? Social media. Their friends is going to tell them their friends don't know shit because they're fucking young, too. And they probably might even go on Google to check the shit to say, hey, this is what I know, and what I found out, because who actually fucking told them? I don't think an adult did unless they say it. we're just going to go with Google. <laughs> they're going to look for shit thinking like, hey, this is what you do or this is what you don't. They just know they're just trying shit. They're not even thinking about, again, like I said, the consequences of anything. But like I said, if we don't talk to them about stuff again, their friends will do it. And their friends are not always right. And just like you said, like your friends could fucking take you from here to hell and they will leave your ass there while they fucking leave. Because that's what I be trying to tell my kids. Like, don't go with the fuck your friends do because they will leave you in shit and they will be the first ones to run away or leave you there. And they don't care. You could be all fucked up, probably dying. You think they're going to be really sitting there, they're going to be shit scared thinking like, damn, we're going to go to jail or something's going to happen. This is exactly why you just can't just do shit with anybody because you never know. Like, you know, like, and I know shit like that has happened in real life too, you know? Right. How old is your daughter? She's 16. Oh, you hit mute on the thing. Huh? You hit mute on your screen. Oh, they can't hear? Because I was doing it before, so I don't even... I'm no, 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 it's okay. I mean, you're still uh, on the radio, so yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> so She's about how old? She's 16. 
Okay. You know, I used to, you know what I used to do? And I, I don't know if this will help any parents. So far, I mean, my son's 14. I still got a ways to go with him. The one that's, the, the, my daughter's 18 now, but she's very vain. So she's not like, oh, no, I'm not smoking. I want my teeth to be pretty. I'm not uh, drinking. My skin needs to be. Mm. She's into her looks. So that's, if that's what works, that's what works. She was going to be vain. But um, I, what I would do is whenever it was about sex, I would uh, go in. I would get one of those books. Like we when you go to the library back in the day, and it would show you like genital warts, herpes. Um, it would show you scabs. And all types of nasty, like the type of shit that would make your skin curl. So that's what I show. And then when it came to like smoking or anything, again, I'm not perfect because I do what I do. I would show them like what lung cancer looked like. I would show them like um, someone who was in a DWI, head decapitate. I went for I went for like the the indoctrination, like that Hitler mind cough. I wanted to scare the living shit out of them. It wasn't that you shouldn't do it. It was, let me show you what could happen. Like, pregnancy is not a big... I'm, I'm, I'm going to keep it real with you. I've said, we're worried about pregnancy. That's what we worried about in our days. It's not even about pregnancy. You have to now worry about the monster, AIDS and HIV and uh, the clap. <laughs> the clap like I'm Richard Pryor. You know, herpes <laughs> and that, this shit you never cure. And, um, you know, just the type of STDs where now you can't even have children. Like, I'm going to take you to that level where you're sterilized, you know, because of your action or if you smoke something. or it, it, For me, it, it the picture told a thousand words because I could talk till I'm blue in my face, like you said, for three hours. But there's nothing like pictures. I'll send pictures to her phone all day and she'd be like, oh, my God, you really know how to ruin things. And I go, I know. I know. I mean, no. Gosh, I feel like there's been kids who have gotten uh, it sucks because that was another thing too it's like damn you're like you want to show them but you don't you don't want to like have them so traumatized because some of them will freaking be traumatized by shit but like oh my god i'm never having sex again <laughs> on some bullshit cause just because they saw it, it was like damn that's not what i was trying to do but you know i'm just trying to let you know again like what's out there but it all depends on the person the child because some actually are affected by that shit thinking like wow they really showed me a lot and they're probably going to be like, yo, I will never fucking have sex. <laughs> Just probably because they don't want to, you know. And there are people out there like that. Even to the point there's so many out, so many innocent children out there. I don't say the innocent. It's just like fucking movies that I've seen talking about, hey, if you kiss the boy, you're going to get pregnant. Stupid shit like that. I used to hate stuff like that. It's like, why would you tell a child the most stupidest things? that they're not babies it's like when you're talking about the penis and the vagina and you're calling it a cookie and all a fucking flower call it what it is because with these kids you just certain things you just can't fucking sugarcoat because like again when you said if you could kiss a boy you're gonna get pregnant like no that's not how the fuck you're gonna get pregnant because now when they actually do have sex they're gonna wonder oh there's a my belly's growing i wonder why yeah because your parents or whoever the fuck is telling you stupid shit that they know that's not the fucking reality like with my kids yeah i just couldn't i'm not i'm not yeah no don't lie to them you know this whole uh if you whack off too much you'll go blind imagine you kiss someone they're pregnant and now you're blind because you're masturbating (laughs) these are things that people used to tell people and people are sexually oppressed Right. And so I, I totally get it. Right. It's it's there's such a fine line. No, you don't want the children vaping because yeah. you get what I'm saying. They're children. They're children. But honestly, 
I, 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 I don't even know what to tell you with that age because I don't even know what I would, I would have to bring him down to the, I would have to bring my son to like a cancer clinic or something. Like I'm, I'm that extreme. You know what I'm saying? Oh, you don't, this is the type of parent I am. Oh, you don't want to do your homework? You're failing? Get in the car. I'll drive down to the train station. I'll go to, um, I don't, have you been to fucking time Penn station lately? Have you been? Yeah, sometimes I see the I see the homeless There's people. There's a thousand the there. fucking homeless yeah, people five. sleeping in the, and I've been there too in the morning. They're all spread out sleeping, like it's it's, it's fucking toddler time. Like everyone's sleeping. That's the type of shit I do. This is where not doing what you need to do gets you. Now you let me know if you need me to get the blanket from the car because I would want you to start right now while I'm still here. And my kids look at me like I'm crazy. Like you're extreme. I goes, no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm trying to trying to help you be the best bum or best whoever you want to be. I love you, but let's keep it real. I'm not even gonna fake the funk with you. If this is what you do, this is where this is where it happens. You don't have a mental illness problem, so we can't blame it on that. Laziness. Let me show you what laziness got you. And then they mm. kind of like straighten up. They get all A's, and I go, okay, we're good for another year until I gotta fucking make up some next shit. Shit, I don't think my child is scared. I feel like if I do take her somewhere, she's gonna be like, all right, <laughs> on some like some just like some regular coming. All right, like like that that shit is nothing. But oh my goodness, just, I had a cousin to scare like these that. kids sometimes, and it's just like some will some will see it and be like, yo, I don't want to be like that. Some look at that shit like thinking like, yo, like mm, okay. Like, I had a cousin like that. We brought him in with a family member that was a cop. Brought him down to Central Booking. Him and his brother. His brother was like, no, thank you. And he was like, and this is no big deal. He's still doing a life of crime. He's only like sixteen, still doing shit. Oh my goodness. Yeah, his parent has both his parents. Don't let don't, don't let nobody fool you and think it's a single parent thing. Both his parents. And he still feels like, oh, that's no big deal. Whatever. If I got to do time, I'll do. Yo, on some real life shit, sometimes some people just be like on some like, I be thinking that's like the your ancestor that never wanted to leave, but they came through your child to live through them because they're not <laughs> done living yet. Yeah. Because I don't know what that is. Where the kid just rebels. Over oh, nothing. Not. Oh, not. That's just crazy. But, um, yeah, I know it's almost coming close to that time. And I want to read this, you know, before we sign off. So I found an article and I was just like, I was reading it while we were talking and stuff. So like right here, it says the vaping epidemic. It says it's no secret that the use of e-cigarettes is a problem in schools. It says they were introduced into the market as a way to wean off cigarettes by ever reducing the nicotine content in the inhaled liquid. It says the implied health benefit was that e-cigarette was a healthier alternative what was lost in that the healthiest alternative is not using either cigarettes or e-cigarettes. So here it says, as e-cigarettes morphed into more sophisticated devices, their appeal to youth was um, magnetic. It says non-smoking youth are attracted to the sleek design and cartridge flavors. It says they don't realize that a gummy bear cartridge can deliver as much nicotine as a pack of cigarettes. It says use of e-cigarettes and vaping devices have reached alarming numbers among our youth. In 2018, it says the U.S. Surgeon General declared that e-cigarettes have reached epidemic proportions among youth. It says sparked by a 78% increase of youth among high school students over a one-year time period. 
It says, couple this with the fact that the vaping devices can also deliver marijuana without the telltale order, odor. And it says of high school students using these devices, it says one third reported on they have vaped marijuana. You see that shit? Shit that they don't even fucking know. Smoking and doing stuff and not, and again, that's like saying like, when, let's say if you were just smoking weed and we're not talking about through vape, like somebody rolled it up, like you don't know if somebody could have laced that with, you know, some type of cocaine or something in there and all of a sudden you're smoking and you think like, no, that's not how you're really supposed to be acting off of weed because now you're bugging out. You know what I mean? So it's things like that, that it sucks because again, you have to speak to them. You have to let them know whether they fucking think it's cool. Again, kids still need to be spoken to and let them know that there's consequences. We can't be letting these kids walk around thinking that, you know, Again, because we don't want to talk about topics because we might think it's too tough or, or no, it's again, it's not about encouraging. It's like, let them know, like, I'm not telling you to go have sex, but this is what's going to happen. If you do have sex without a condom, you're going to be pregnant nine months later and you're going to have a baby. Who's going to take care of that baby? Shit like that. Some of them have to wait until it actually happens. So then they could be like, oh man, now they're stuck with it. You know, the choices that they make. And it sucks that it gets to the point. It's like, I feel like you can tell them as much as you can. They make these choices. Like I said, they're going to learn the hard way. Like right now, they're older. They're going to learn the hard way when mommy decides to start turning off phones and say, hey, now you're going to have to start paying for your own phone bill. <laughs> they're going to start learning shit the hard way. If that's the route that they want to go in, hey, I mean, it sucks. Like I said, we can, we can tell them as much as we can. And as long as if they remember the stuff that we told them. But once they're there, that's it. It's just like... You know, again, conversations are very important, regardless if it's tough to have, you feel, no, it's never encouraging. It's letting them like, again, I wish I knew half the shit that, that's happening now. I probably would have avoided a lot of shit. But again, my parents didn't talk to me about sex, nothing. I had to learn these things like it was all new to me and like, is this what happens? <laughs> I mean, this is a great feeling, <laughs> but you know, and just shit like that sucks. But I just want to say, Thank you so much for listening tonight. Um, next week's topic is going to be about um, children with disabilities because I've been wanting to talk about that. And I will try also to make sure I get enough information for that for next Thursday. So, you know, thank you to the listeners for tuning in. Check us out on the Wake Up Radio at otw.com. Um, Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts. Thank you for listening to Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. Shout out again to my producer, Cindy Ashby. Tune in next week on the Wake Up Radio at 9 p.m. for another segment of Thoughts of a Light-Skinned Woman. Um, remember, life is too short. Enjoy life to the fullest. Good night. Until next time. OTWTube.com, uncensored free speech platform. Flawed individual. Cindy Ashby Production. On the wake up.